Welcome, everyone, to episode 26 of Don't Praise the Machine with me, John Maloney, and my beautiful friend and co-host, Alexander Holland. I'm so happy to be here. So, John, one thing in particular has really captured my attention this week because it's got all the ingredients of things that I love, music, technology, dystopia, all coming together Mm -hmm. in one Big Swedish meatball. So some of you might know, (laughs) believe it was last week or two weeks ago, perhaps, um, the Swedish 70s pop supergroup cultural mainstay global phenomenon ABBA have released their first original music together in 40 years. And that in itself is not what's particularly interesting to me. What is interesting is that at the same time as releasing the new album, they are doing what I guess is is being called a a tour, but whether it's a tour or not, uh, I guess we can discuss. So just to explain what is happening for anybody who doesn't know, um, they are performing a kind of virtual tour where they will be represented by virtual versions of themselves. So I'll just give the the audience and yourself a little bit of the the detail on this. So what has happened is ABBA now recorded live concerts for about four weeks, I understand. So they, they just performed live in a recording studio, some professionally monitored recording environment uh, in Sweden. And what's going to happen is they will take the best of those four weeks of live recordings. And they've also been motion captured digitally, you know, the sort of full body suit with the little balls all over the Velcroed on. And what is going to happen is that they will take the best of those four weeks of recordings and create a soundtrack of, oh, here's a, here's a, I don't know, like a two hour live recording of ABBA. And then a visual effects team will create digital versions of all the members of ABBA and it will they'll use some of the motion capture of them <laughs> performing and then then they're <laughs> going to make that a live show but you won't see ABBA from 2021 they're going to use what they've called peak ABBA I believe which you know I don't find it kind of insulting maybe but they'll look like they did in 1979 so you'll be here. the whole thing. I think is is kind of bizarre and really fascinating, and I think is really this feels like the first yeah. of, of a, something that's that's definitely on its way. So you'll be hearing them from now, <laughs> but seeing them. So yeah. again, just just a bit more of an explanation. The the tour I'm using fucking air quotes here. The tour is only taking place in London. They're building the, their own arena next to the O2 in London, like the Abba Dome. And there'll be two shows. <laughs> a, there'll be two. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be two shows a day. It's like a matinee performance and an evening performance. It runs for six months um, from like from May to October. And what happens is you pay in a, in a purpose-built facility, a purpose-built facility and you will go, and what will happen is when you go in, 
You'll sit down yeah. and uh, some of the details haven't still haven't been revealed, but my understanding is you'll sit down and the show will start. You'll see real lights, real smoke. I'm not sure if there's any live musicians or if the whole thing is is uh, pre-recorded. You go in and you you sit down and there'll be real lights and real smoke and then there'll be holograms of ABBA from 19 looking yeah. like they did in 1979 and they'll perform a concert for you and they'll sound like they do now. Let me just clarify. Sure. I go to the concert. What I'm seeing is like a hologram of the members of ABBA. ABBA. Yes, which have, which have been called avatars. <laughs> this just sounds Sounds made up. The this audio is from what something that they've actually just recorded, although it might yeah. be material from 30, 40 years ago. Correct. So they'll play all the hits, but they just recorded them in the last, you know, year or two years in a studio in Stockholm. I mean, you know, fuck. Why not just like watch old ABBA? I don't understand. Like, what are you getting <laughs> from all of that? Well, this is the question. Um, I mean, yeah, so it just it makes total sense from their perspective because they're essentially going to be making bank um, for yeah. six months, and they'll just be sitting at Sweden in Sweden doing nothing, and while these like digital versions of themselves <laughs> from 1979 perform for six months, two times a day, at a minimum of sixty pounds a ticket. It's like a Black Mirror episode. It's so <laughs> weird. And did you see that? Did you click on the link that I sent you? Did you see them in their like Tron suits? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. And I thought like, this is like the f- intro to a computer game. I don't understand what yeah. the fucking aesthetic is here. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, in, it's, it's interesting. Um, it'll be interesting it to see. Cause I was thinking I'm not a massive, like I have two, I have two friends in London who've already bought tickets to this. That's why it was on my radar. Yeah. And the tickets range from the lowest, the cheapest ticket I could find was 60 pounds. So that's 70 euros or 82 US dollars or 113 Australian dollars. But then they have, they have so many packages. Like there's so many package deals. The most expensive I could find was, I think you can stay for a night in a five star hotel and get a ticket to this for £375. That's the Royal Horse Guards Premium Seated Package. And, um, yeah, £375, or that'd be 675 Australian dollars. So the idea yeah. is just obviously to get people in from all over the world who'll, who'll go and see this. So fascinating. So fascinating, the question being, you know, what is it that people feel they're getting from this? Because they're not getting an in-person experience of ABBA. They're not getting... They're getting the sound of ABBA, but probably a degraded sound produced by old people who used to be in ABBA. But this was my other point. Uh, I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to see them from 1979. I want to hear them from 1979. Like, he, fucking bring them out like, looking. I was like, like, bring them out looking old as fuck. If they sound like they did in the 70s, I'm there. Well, exactly. Yeah. Like if like James Taylor comes out and he. He looks like a wrinkled prick who was on heroin for too long, but he still sounds like James Taylor. What do I care? But, but if he, like, looks youthful and sounds terrible, it's like, no, you've, you've misunderstood what people liked about this. I don't – nobody just, cares. Just, what, like, there'll, be, there'll be these holograms that will – also I love the idea that they've, like, motion captured them because I'm like, I don't want to see, like, old – like Abba with joint pain, 
Like these young looking no. avatars. I mean, obviously, it'll be largely young mobile uh, motion capture actors that they've used. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of them like looking like they did in 1979, but just sort of hobble around. Like one of them needs to keep sitting down during the concert. <laughs> one of them seated during the whole concert. And they just look like young people who have like, you know, leukemia or something because they're just, they're just inexplicably tired and stiff. Got some more in- um, interesting information. Got some more in- please, interesting yeah. information on this because I went deep on the website. So there's an FAQ and you have to go quite far down the FAQ until you get to this question, which is, will ABBA be at the concert? Question mark. And then it says, <laughs> the concert has been carefully... So first of, all, it first of all, it doesn't say no. It says, yeah. the concert has been carefully planned by all four members of ABBA. Although not physically in the arena, they have created the kind of concert they always wanted blurring the lines between the real and the digital to give you the best version of themselves. Find out more here. And then you click in as like a video. Like to be honest, there's still a lot of it. It seems like still a lot of it is in development because even the, even the shots of the digital ABBA that you're going to see were all covered in shadow. It was really hard. There's no clear (laughs) picture of like digital ABBA moving around. They were all from a distance and really shadowy. And I'd also like the fact, I like imagining that when the fucking thing's finished, that's what you get is like, they just couldn't really get it. <laughs> the uncanny, the uncanny valley was too deep. And so you just end up seeing yeah. this like shadowy, bad CGI ABBA. I reckon it'll be like that scene in Robocop 2 where they, where they're like trialing the prototype Robocops and they just keep like firing at people and then killing themselves. <laughs> like, the, like the performers will just kind of start doing spins on stage and then explode. <laughs> or then or one of them one of them will just be singing and then it'll just look really sad and say, Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but I was think I was trying to think, I mean the, the the my imagination just went wild with this. So I was thinking of some possibility <laughs> thinking of some possibilities that you could have because if you're not limited to the physical reality of putting on a concert with humans anymore. It's just avatars yeah. then mate, there's it's limitless. So first of all I was thinking that yeah. maybe like a few songs in, one of them one of them just goes, Hey guys, we know you love Bjorn, but what's better than one Bjorn that you love? We think ten Bjorns <laughs> is better than one. And then like one of the songs, all the other members sort of dissolve and there's just 10 Bjorns on stage performing an ABBA song. And then I thought maybe they could, maybe for another bit, they could just say, we love being the avatars for you guys. We love being ABBA holograms. But we thought what'd be fun is to bring out another famous hologram. So to perform Knowing Me, Knowing You, we've replaced Agnatha with the Tupac hologram and then she dissolves. <laughs> And it's just Tupac's hologram, but her voice comes out. So there's just like a black man with thug life tattooed on his torso, just singing ABBA songs for one song. And then I thought maybe like, then I thought uh, at one point of the show, they could go, now this has been a real super hit and everybody's really enjoyed this. And it's a special part of the show. And then some stagehand goes out to the audience with two PlayStation controllers and then suddenly energy bars just appear above the head of Anna Fried and Benny 
and then <laughs> then then Bjorn and Agnatha start singing "The Winner Takes It All" while while Anna Fried and Benny fight uh, like Mortal Kombat, and whoever wins in the audience gets a fifty dollar IKEA voucher. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, you could even have like, you could have sort of fun cultural crossovers, like maybe a young chubby Tony Collette suddenly appears and from Muriel's wedding and starts singing Dancing Queen with them. <laughs> and I was also, you know, I love, I love product placement. I love product placement crossovers. So I was thinking maybe like Disney Corp just pays a shitload of money and then suddenly take a chance for Take a Chance on Me. The ABBA guys just, okay, guys, for this next song. Uh, all the members from the Marvel Universe are going to sing behind us. <laughs> and then maybe like Darth Vader's doing like skateboarding around them or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny actually because I've been thinking about, because we've, we've talked a little bit about that in the past, like, you know, where you get sort of performers who are basically DJs who in some cases have kind of get up that could be replicated by someone else. So like you're just wearing a costume and you're just playing pre-recorded music on a, you know, on, on turntables and you think, yeah, what exactly is the performance here? Like, are you just, could you just get someone, just get a roadie to stand in for this person at this point? And like, is it just a case of, yeah. I'm supporting uh, basically what I'm a fan of is the curation of this person's of the, cause it, cause the music isn't actually written by them either in some cases. Right. So it's just, you're not performing it. No, the, the other argument, which, which is, which is what would make this ABBA thing appealing is that you can argue you get to be in an environment with other fans of the music and the musician. So you get to share yeah. that experience. Like I would, I would pay, I think if I was with friends, if I was with friends and I got the cheap, I'm going to say cheap, like 60 quid, I would, I'd pay 60 quid to go to this with friends and I would get absolutely loaded before it because <laughs> I would just be like, this is mental. <laughs> yeah. I just like, I'd love to just get on stage and start causing shit. And then, cause you think like, what's the security for? Is it okay if I touch the hologram? <laughs> That would be great if you, yeah, what would happen, what would happen if you brought out a knife and started swiping it through the hologram? Would you be charged with <laughs> manslaughter? What would the you be charged man. with? <laughs> yeah. I think if they could prove that you didn't think it was a hologram and you were trying to kill the person, you could be done for attempted murder. That's a oh, case. Man, as, um, that's, that's my dream case. <laughs> the attempted murder of B- of Bjorn's hologram, I'd be ready to hang up my hat after that. <laughs> Dream test case <laughs> attempted murder of Bjorn. I was going to say, I'd be willing to pay good money for a virtual Bob Dylan concert where his avatar faces the audience and appears to be enjoying their company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does raise the question, like, do, do you just want to watch, like, old ABBA clips in a stadium? Because that's fine. That's what you want. But that's pretty much what's going on there. Yeah. I'll tell you what, <clears throat> I'd be happy if I died without ever hearing another ABBA song again. But that just shows <laughs> that just shows that different strokes for different folks, isn't it?
what did you want to help everyone understand, John? <laughs> what did I want to help everyone understand? Um, well, basically what's happened is I've finished a big piece of work and I'm thinking about making some more room in my working week for extracurricular creative activities, including this podcast, but not limited to this podcast. I'm a font of creative energy. And so I was thinking about uh, writing a script. And one thing we've commented on before on this show is that we live in a time of essentially sequels and their various permutations. So, you know, the number of original films coming out these days is probably lower than ever. And what you're saying is a lot of sequels, a lot of prequels, you're seeing a lot of tie-ins, mm-hmm. seeing a lot of spin-offs. And so I thought, is there um, in amongst all of that an untapped dimension that I could try and mine as a screenwriter for content and maybe for profit and fame? And I've And I've come up with something which – I'd love to get your feedback on and maybe our listeners' feedback on. Okay. I'm The working name that I have for it is the thread through because I thought it's not the quite- The thread through. Thread through. It's not quite a tie-in, but it's kind of, it's, it's related to a tie-in. Um, it's not quite a prequel or a sequel. There's a bit more to it than that. And probably the best way to explain it to you as a concept is just to give you a couple of examples of things that I've been workshopping. And, and remember, they're very much- uh, in the work in progress phase, so I'd I'd urge you and our listeners to be to be charitable, and you'll sort of get a sense of what I'm talking about. Hopefully, from this, the first one, the working title is called "Hello Jurassic," and and I'll I'll read you the little elevator pitch that I've got for it. Okay, it's called "Hello Jurassic." After a series of financial failures and romantic setbacks, Newman. Wayne Knight, feels that his life is stalled. One morning, despondently perusing the classifieds at Tom's diner, Newman stumbles on an ad placed by an eccentric entrepreneur named John Hammond. The ad promises wildly generous remuneration and the chance to live in an unspoiled tropical paradise named Isla Nubla. Newman is elated. There's only one catch. The ad is for someone to head up Hammond's team of computer scientists. Newman, a career mailman, knows nothing about computers. But one thing he does know is how to hatch a scheme. Teaming up with Kramer's friend, Bob Sacamano, who runs a side hustle making fake IDs, Newman forges a new identity, that of disheveled but brilliant programmer Dennis Nedry. So that's obviously, I mean, hopefully our listeners will be familiar with the, uh, with the character actor Wayne Knight, who played Newman in uh, Seinfeld. And subsequently played the kind of backstabbing, double-crossing computer programmer in the hit classic uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> you can see what I'm going for there. It's basically like, okay, this this same actor basically playing a very similar character has appeared in two films. But you're supposed to believe that these are two different characters. But what if you made a film which... <laughs> essentially threaded through those two characters and explained how somebody transitioned from one role into the other in character. Obviously I've had to rely on the fairly on the fairly hackneyed device of a complete identity theft. But uh maybe you could do like Julia Louis Dreyfus. 
how does she go from being Elaine to being the vice president of the United <laughs> States of America? Or, or, or how does how does Ted Danson go from being a bartender uh, on the on the show Cheers to being Ted Danson on the show Curb Your Enthusiasm? That one's got a, a bit of like mind bending fourth wall potential. Maybe Tom Hanks, the policeman from Turner and Hooch, yeah. suffers a serious brain injury whilst on duty, and then you got Forrest Gump. <laughs> That's right. Or like maybe you go from uh, Liam Neeson playing Oscar Schindler in Schindler's List to him being a kind of former spy who rescues his daughter exercising maximum force in the film Taken. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like it could be any number of I feel like perhaps this could be a great opportunity to ask for our listeners to send in their ideas of thread throughs. If you're yeah, sitting there give us some ideas for thread throughs. If you're sat there thinking of a thread through, then get at us at don't praise at aol.com or you can also message us on Instagram. Just search for Don't Praise the Podcast on Instagram and we should appear there as well because we need more yeah. thread throughs. And if you send one through and we like we it, more thread we'll throughs. read it out. And you can even, if you want to shout out as well to your, maybe your, maybe yeah. maybe you want to shout out to your footy team at the end of the season. I know that uh, it's the it's come to the end of <laughs> of Australian rules footy season or perhaps rugby season in Australia. So yeah, if you want to shout out to Nugget or Daka or Buckets, then uh, let us know. Woofer. Shagger. Chunder. Chunder. Shagger. Buckets. Root Rat. The Mattress. Root, root Rat. Dick Hands. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, Frothy. Then... Then all we need is a thread through, and you'll get that shout out. <laughs> and you don't have to do the heavy lifting. I'd love the challenge of you of just getting. It's kind of a Mister Squiggle type challenge, you know. You get you get two. You can say to me, "Okay, I want you to do John Candy and Cool Runnings, and John Candy and Uncle Buck." <laughs> so this is my thread this is my question. Can you go pro- backwards in in time in thread throughs? Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's or is it question. that Uncle is um, it that Uncle Buck became the bobsled coach? <laughs> I mean that's that pretty much writes itself because <laughs> he's kind of just playing the same the same sort of character in both of those films. <laughs> but a more challenging one might be like John Candy in uh, Cool Runnings and John Candy in Spaceball. <laughs> How does he? <laughs> There'd been quite a lot of technological advancement that allowed him to yeah. live in space. I like so essentially essentially what you've created what essentially what you're suggesting is that the actors' previous films are origin stories. So Uncle Buck exactly. is the origin story of Cool Runnings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And I mean you could do you could have a fucking field day with Adam Sandler, for example, <laughs> particularly anyone who's done like comedy to drama crossovers so you could do like how does adam sandler in click become adam sandler in uncut gems yeah how how did billy madison become adam sandler in punch drunk love what happened there thread it through i think it's a fresh 
It's a fresh new dimension in unoriginal filmmaking. How did Philip Seymour Hoffman as the butler in The Big Lebowski? (laughs) (laughs) How did the butler from The Big Lebowski become Truman Capote? (laughs) (laughs) A classic origin story. (laughs) So there's a lot of thread throughs that we can do. Yeah, there's a lot of thread throughs and um, I'm keen to launch myself into, like I would love to become the Hollywood go-to guy. Like if somebody said, uh, I've got a thread through idea, if Wayne Knight called his agent and said, I want to be, I want to do a Nedry prequel, um, but I want to cash in on my Newman cred, and then he'd say, uh, I know just the guy for it, John Maloney. He's the go-to writer for thread throughs. Uh, that's what I'm aiming for. So help me out. So help us out. Get involved. Become part of this community. Don't praise at aol.com <laughs> or don't praise the podcast on Instagram. Thanks, everybody, for tuning into episode 26 of Don't Praise the Machine with myself, Alexander Holland, and my number one co-pilot, John Maloney. Thanks, everybody, for tuning into this week's episode of Don't Praise the Machine. We'll see you next week at the podcast. 